there. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every day you and I, we get together, and this time Bubba joined us. Yes. We get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. Uh, well, this morning we're at Genesis chapter 4, and we're going to f- uh, learn more about Cain and what happened in his life. But first, let's have some coffee. You want coffee? No? <laughs> we'll have some coffee or a Nathan's case tea. We'll pray and we'll get into God's word. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the blessing that we have of being able to come to your word. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would work in our minds, in our hearts, change our affections, turn our wills, make us know you and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're at Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. And today we'll be going from verse 16 down to verse 24. So Genesis chapter 4, beginning at verse 16. What's there, bud? Okay. Do we need to bring this a little bit lower for you? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Genesis chapter 4. I'll tell you what. Why don't I read 16 uh, through 22, and you can read 23 and 24, unless you want the names. Do you want to read all the names? Yeah, I'll read the names. You'll read the names? Ooh. Then how about... How about I read uh, 16 through 18? You can read 19 through 22, and then I'll read uh, 23 and 24. Okay. Yeah. Stepping up to the challenge, reading the names. All right, here we go. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod in the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad begot Mahujael, and Mahujael begot Methushael, and Methushael begot Lamech. Right, you're at verse 19, and you'll go to verse 22. Then Lamech took for himself two wives. The name of one was Adah, Adah, and the second was Zillah, and Adah bore Jabal, he was the father of those who dwell in tents, and have livestock. His brother's name was Jubal, he was the father of those who played play the harp and flute, and as for Zillah, Zillah? She also bore Tubal Cain, an instructor of every craftsman in bronze and iron, and the sister of Tubal Cain was Nama. The, then Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, hear my voice, wives of Lamech, listen to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what is this about? B, what is the best for us to summarize? And C, 
What are we called to do? That's right. What are we called to do? Hey, high fives. I'm working through the names, man. Good job. That's great. All right. So first, what is this about? Well, oh, you want to keep your Bible open? We're doing coffee and devotions. You can't close your Bible. <laughs> uh, so the the first thing, what is this about? What, 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 how would you summarize this section? It's going from Cain. It, it forces us to show the names. Okay, so it's not too many names, though, right? No. Uh, but it's mainly focused, you're right, though, on Cain's family, and it moves down his family line. And uh, what do you think about that uh, in verse 16? What happens in verse 16? 416. Uh, after Cain was punished, he went out and uh, had a wife. Yeah, isn't that interesting? He still has the blessing yeah. of being married and having children. God is still merciful. Even though God had said right, that they would die for eating the fruit, Cain is a murderer. He has slaughtered his brother. What was his brother's name? Do you remember? Abel. Abel, that's right. So he slaughtered his brother Abel. But now here, does God still show him blessings? Yep. Yeah, the Lord still causes rain to fall on the just and on the unjust. Right? And so he still shows mercy to Cain. And so uh, Cain has a family. Right? He even has families who build up cities. Right, And then something happens, though, as the line keeps going down. In verse, let's see, that's verse 19. Something tragic happens in verse 19 that we shouldn't quickly look over. What happens? Then Lamech took for himself two wives. What? He did what? Like two wives. Two wives. Here's a principle, okay, that I want I want to make sure that we're clear on. Just because the Bible says something happens, right, in a narrative text like this, does that mean it's what should happen? Mm. No. It's clear that Lamech... Is Lamech a righteous man? No. No. And what we find here is he does something despicable. Right? When God married Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 2, right, this beautiful picture of, of God bringing Adam and Eve together, did that picture include another woman or was it just Eve? Just Eve. It's just Eve, right? Adam loved just Eve. But now... In this first, now we're in this in another generation. We've gone from disobeying God with something simple to a brother murdering a brother, and now we see even the family being attacked. It's amazing. We're only in chapter four, and it's like the world's already falling apart. And and we see the extent of sin here. Right, people are creative still. Right, they continue to inherently want to to create things and make stuff but what hap- what does Lamech say to these two wives uh, this is 23 and 24 then Lamech said to his wives Ada and Zelda hear my voice wives of Lamech listen to my speech for I have killed a man for wounding me even a young man for holding me for I have killed or murdered a man for wounding me. Does that sound like justice? No. No, if if 
the other day, one of the children accidentally bit mom. Should we have just knocked the kid off? No. No. <laughs> no, right? That's not justice. That's not... Right? Should you kill someone for wounding? Nope. And yet here, Lamech is... We see his pride and his boasting. I have killed a man for wounding me. Even a young man for hurting me. Does this sound like eye for eye, tooth for tooth, that there's a limit to justice? What does it sound like to you? Sounds like one versus one hundred. Oh, one has a chance. No, one hundred is greater than one no matter what. Yeah, I would say instead of one by one hundred, Lamech says it's one versus seventy times seven. Right, he's... This is like... He is reveling, boasting in his vicious, revengeful, hateful heart. A lot has changed since chapter 2, when in chapter 1, when God said that he looked upon all creation and what he had made was very good. Does it sound like things have stayed very good? No. Um, so what do you think this passage is about? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, well, I think it's Enoch's family continues to take a nosedive into depravity. I think this shows the sinfulness of our hearts, right? The corruption of marriage the rise of murder and hatred, the uh, emergence of pride. But we also see God's mercy. We also see God's patience, right? He's not killing Lamech right away. He's not destroying Enoch right away. He's not wiping Cain off the face of the earth. Well, here, remember he had a uh, Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore a son, Enoch, and he built a city. But was Enoch a sinner just like his dad? Yep. Oh, and so that's what, right? He he. God is still merciful. What do you think is the best verse to summarize this section? What what would you underline in your gigantic mega print Bible? I don't know. You know what I would underline? What? I would underline verse 19, verse 23, and 24. Yeah. But then you know what? I'd be tempted to underline verse 18. Yeah. Or 16, sorry. Verse 16. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. but I think those kind of get at the like the heart of the story if it was to progress, right? Uh, Enoch knew his wife. She had a kid. His kid uh, was, or sorry, Cain had a wife. Uh, and uh, they went out of the presence of the Lord, uh, and then they uh, Lamech takes for himself two wives, and then Lamech's boasting of his uh, revengeful, prideful, hateful character. Um, well, let's walk away with with what we're called to do. So, two things here: how does this apply to our lives, and how do you how do we see Jesus in this? I don't think we see Jesus in this, but it kind of shows us what we 
don't want to be. Okay. Oh, what we should do to try to avoid this. Okay, so do, do we see the descent into depravity? <laughs> yeah, and does that show us that when when we read stories like this, should we read ourselves in as the good guys, or should we recognize that we're no better than this? Yeah, we should read ourselves as the bad guys. I think we should, when we do sin, we should ask God for forgiveness and try to do better. Exactly. Right. We should recognize that we have the same heart as Lamech. Nothing keeps us from doing similar things. And so we need to plead with God that he would reform our hearts. I think this is a sober. Do you know what sober means? Uh, humbling. Humbling. Well, it's more like a um, a realistic, like not like you're drunk and stumbling around, don't know what you're doing. But this is like, I know exactly what this is saying. Right. So this is a sober window into the human heart and how bad people can be. And so I, I think this is telling us to repent, right? To realize uh, sin and to turn from it. Uh, I think that's where, it, you're right, Jesus isn't actually physically in the text, but I think the gospel's there, or a call to the gospel is certainly yeah. there. So uh, anything else? How, how would this apply to your life? You go home. What do you, what do you think this could instruct you? Um, one that sin over promises. What was that? Sin over promises. He's boasting, but from there it just goes down. Mm. So it would seem good to him, and then it just plummeted. Yeah. Right. It's. Uh, is he going to make uh, a good civilization by murdering people? No, right? He wants to boast in his pride, but in reality, was it's going to leave him isolated and hated. Uh, so, what what about uh, with you in your heart, and what about even for Daddy? Um, how do we see this with the principle of anger, and and how should we put away sinful anger? I think one of it is one if. We should put away sinful anger. Two, we can, if someone else is holding us, we can be patient like God. That's right. We can be patient like God, patient like Jesus Christ was with us. Yeah. Uh, I would also say for married people, uh, you know, verse 19, uh, and Lamech took for himself two wives. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, husbands love your wife, right? Be, be a one woman man. Right, um, and so uh, I would I would highly encourage this as a text to reflect on and see. Uh, hold on, this is where our hearts could naturally go, uh, but the Lord has called us to act like Jesus instead. All right, well, why don't we pray, Father? We thank you so much for your Word, and we thank you for the blessing it is to have your Holy Spirit. God, we pray that you would please let us be sober about who we are that our eyes might be filled with your glory and grace. Please, Lord, let us live lives modeling Jesus Christ rather than walking in our sinful ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may the Lord bless you today. May you walk in humility. May you love Jesus Christ, and may you love others. I hope that you're able to enjoy a great uh, Lord's Day in two days, and we'll see you next week. You want to say bye?
Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.